Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast, where today we're talking help. My spouse has a different sex drive than I do. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. Here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We're glad you're here. Uh, we've got a lot of material to cover, and we don't want to spend a lot of our time with uh, introduction. Uh, we will tell you real quickly that uh, Cruise has been reduced in price, if you're thinking about going, because we've had yeah, so many people sign up. Yeah, we've had so up. many people sign up that they are given another little price break, so that's awesome. Yes, and we have uh, workshops coming up in uh, Pryor, uh, J, Georgia, and in Wasilla, Alaska, mm -hmm. and then a big workshop in Dallas. Yes, our getaway weekend. That's yes, going to be awesome. Yes, it's coming up, and you can find more info. We do have details on that now on our webpage, trainlee.com. So today we're talking about, uh, actually, we got a quick, we get we get these questions all the time mm -hmm. uh, from men and from women. My, my spouse has a different sex drive than me. How do I deal with this? And that's a, that's a, that's a big issue. Sex, sexual issues are a big issue in, in marriages, and we get a lot of questions on this. And I think part of it is because uh, uh, it's hard to just find good, healthy information on married sex. And so uh, anytime it seems like we talk about sex, we we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of folks that listen to those. Yeah, people we get two are or just three times searching for answers. Yes, and so um, a mis mix match libido, a mix match sex drive is can be a common thing in marriage. And so we'll talk about some things, and and we're not going to peg this on any particular um, sex. Mm -mm. Uh, we're not talking hey wives step up. We're not talking hey husbands the the. The last message I got was from a wife who said, I have a higher sex drive and my husband is not interested. What do I do? And, and this podcast kind of came from that as we were uh, visiting with her about maybe some issues and some things to maybe work through. Um, so we remind you that there are many marriages where wives have a higher sex drive than their husband does. And so do not sit there and just think, hey, this is something for uh, the wives or something for the men. No, this is a very generic uh, how do we make make it click better in our in our marriage? Yeah, uh, sex can be one of the greatest things in your marriage when it's going well, but at the same time, it can be one of the most frustrating things when things just aren't quite clicking. That's true. It's amazing that it can be so good, or mm -hmm. it can be so, so frustrating. frustrating. <laughs> yes, and so when you can get on the same page as your spouse, um, it makes a, a world of difference. It does. Yes, and getting on the same page may mean compromise, which we're going to talk about. Try. We're going to get. We're going to get there. But and uh, and we're talking. Um, we're talking. If your spouse or if you are begging uh, for any need to be met that your spouse isn't meeting, um, 
man, there's going to be trouble in your marriage. Right. Uh, there, it doesn't matter if it's communication, uh, affection, uh, whatever it is. If, if you've got one spouse that is constantly feeling like I am begging for this need to be met and my spouse is not hearing me, uh, I can promise you there are going to be so many frustrations in your marriage and, and it, it needs to be addressed and you can't just ignore it. Um, of course, we feel like whether it's affection or communication or praise or, or sexual intimacy in your marriage that... Um, you can't just shut down and go, nah, that's not me. You know, uh, it, it's got to be a communication thing between between your spouse. Yeah. And so. And a lot of times the spouse that feels like they're begging for whatever need it is to be met, uh, they, they just kind of get to the point where they quit asking. You know, that it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm asking and asking and asking and I'm not being, you know, the need's still not being met. And so they just quit and, and, it, and then it festers. And sometimes you just have to sit down and have a heart to heart. You know, you can't just say, well, they're, you know, you can't just quit talking about it. You've got to have a heart to heart. Cancer sets in in your marriage when you just feel like you're begging and you finally just give up. That's called a stalemate. We Mm -hmm. talk about that in our workshop. And And we're going to probably talk about that a little bit. Stalemates are killers. And when Mm -hmm. you just stop, you know, trying because I'm not going to try anymore because they're not doing this for me and Mm -hmm. your, your marriage is headed for trouble. So, um, if, if you're a spouse and your, your, if your, if your spouse is begging for any need from you to be met and you just aren't doing that, we, it needs to be discussed. Things need to be, be happened. And yes. There are some reasons for mixed match sex drives, and, and of course, don't feel bad about that. Sometimes you're just wired up different than your spouse. You may be the one over here with a higher sex drive going, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You may be the one over here with a very low sex drive, and you're going, what's wrong with me? There may not be anything wrong with you. But if if you if there is some mixed match there with your spouse, there's some things that you need to consider, some mm-hmm. things you need to think about. Uh, we did an episode not long ago on sexless marriage, um, and we talked about some reasons behind that, and we're going to put the link to that in the notes of this session. And if we touch on something in this next little point of why you have mixed match sex drives or what could be an issue here, you need to listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, some reasons for... Uh, a sexless marriage or, or even a, a, a mix-matched sex drive where you're just not clicking together could be several things. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you're just, you're just too busy. We get too busy. And, you know, moms give themselves away all day running after kids and working and whatever. And sometimes it's just another person, you know, that wants something from me. That's how they feel. Uh, and, and men are the same way. You know, maybe they're just... They're just so tired when they get home from work and they just, you know, they just feel like I just, I'm just so tired. I just can't, uh, I just don't have anything left in my tank. Yeah. And that's just, that's just not good. And you've got to figure out how do we adjust to this, uh, resentment, uh, in that, you mentioned that while ago, it yeah. may just be, you've asked and asked and asked and you just now are resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be some infidelity in your past, some unfaithfulness and broken trust, and this could be causing issues. Yeah. Constant criticism can, can take a toll on your sex drive. Um, bad technique. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people just need to educate themselves. Yeah. 
if your if if your spouse is saying this isn't fun, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, then figure out what is fun to them and and start doing some of that. Yes, and uh, so do not turn to porn for that education. No, <laughs> uh, because that is also a killer of sex drives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, por- pornography is a, r- one of the reasons, top five reasons for a sexless marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, health issues, medication. Um, everything from, uh, you know, you may have, a, a husband could have low testosterone and just need to get a simple blood test. Um, there are medications, heart medications, uh, blood pressure medications. Mm-hmm. Busy with a lady the other day, her husband's on a heart medication and, and it has just wiped out their intimacy yeah. and, and that's tough. Yes. Um, Birth control pills can have that effect. That is exactly um, right. So a lot of, a lot of interesting things about medication there that yeah. can, that can affect sex drive. A lack of communication. One spouse doesn't want to always be the one initiating. That would get old. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a little while. Uh, co-sleeping with kids. Yeah. Um, and that just means if your kids are in your bed every night, um, then that's that's kind of tough. Yes, it is. And and those, if, if we've just mentioned one of those things that you're going, hey, I need more information yeah. on this. <laughs> This is where you want to go and find the episode where we talked about a sexless marriage, and and we'll put the link into the notes down here. Or if you'll message us somewhere, we'll we'll send you a link to it. Yes, because we did talk about that at length. Um, and you know, like I said earlier, it's not uncommon for uh, one spouse to have a higher sex drive than the other. Uh, wives, in general, you know, we usually think of sex as being a man's need, but I think more and more. We're finding out, and I and I don't know why it is. You know, some of these reasons that we've touched on above are affecting men more, I guess, because uh, about twenty five percent of marriages, women have the higher sex drive. And I actually, when you asked me what I was doing a while ago, yeah. I was actually looking up a new statistic that I had run across, mm-hmm. and I went down a wormhole and I got distracted. Okay, and I didn't get that you, statistic. You were trying to up. find out if that had changed or or it not. Ha- I, I had just recently read a new study that was done, a new survey that was done. I don't remember how many women were involved in the survey, but that statistic was much higher than 25 percent interesting i know i know the polls we've done on twitter and on instagram Mm -hmm. it usually stays about 25 percent uh is pretty close but the the and the point really is that it doesn't matter who's got the higher sex drive or the lower sex drive uh communicating this and one person feeling like they're they're either not begging or whatever it is 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 going to be the point so so let's talk we're not going to point this at men or women it's just yeah so let's talk um, and, and before we go on, let me throw this out there. Uh, if you are a wife with a higher sex drive, there's not anything wrong with you. Sometimes wives go, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. My, I'm, I'm the one with a higher sex drive. Um, nothing's wrong with you. It's mm-hmm. the way God wired you up. So don't make, don't, don't fret over that. All right. Uh, if you're a man with a low sex drive and you're going, Hey, what's wrong with me? Um, you know, men have, a lot of men have higher sex drives and I don't, that's the way you're wired up. But our issue is is if you've got one spouse that is always feeling like they're begging and there's just mix match there, how do you how do you negotiate that in marriage? And so let's talk about that for a second. And so uh, first first point that I want to throw out there is you have to figure out, uh, and, and this all comes from communication, which is going to be one of our other points in a minute. When is a good time? What when do you have the most energy? If at the end of the day you're both collapsing into bed exhausted, mm-hmm. then then that's not the time. You know, that's right. We talked about busy moms. We talked about tired husbands. 
uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just flat don't have anything left the at the end of the day. And, and it, is, it is a proven scientific fact that men's sex drives and testosterone dip to their lowest point uh, at bedtime, meaning uh, testosterone levels in a man, which is what helps men to, to get excited, are highest in the morning and are lowest at bedtime. And so you may have a husband who's going, I am so ready at 8 o'clock. And, and by 10 o'clock, they are like, I am exhausted and I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and a wife and is sitting the there desire going. Desire is gone. Yeah, the, the wife is sitting there going, what happened? You mm-hmm. know, you know, he promised this was going to be the night. And so you may have to figure out when can we have a, a lunch date or a uh, breakfast date after mm-hmm. the kids are, you know, it may require getting up a little early. Um, you're going to have to communicate those things and, and figure out what works. And, do, and you may have to try several things right. in there. And there again, compromise is the key there. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it may not be your favorite time of day, but if that's what works for your spouse, then you, you might have to make a compromise. Because that's healthy for your marriage. Yes. That is healthy for your marriage. So, so figure out when is a good time. Yeah. And then the second thing we want to address is that you need to meet in the middle on frequency. Um, we say it all the time, the amount of frequency should not or should be a mutual agreement between both spouses. Agree to meet in the middle. Uh, if if the if the guy's saying, you know, once a week is fine with me and the wife is saying, No, I really would like three times a week, then consider twice a week. You yes. know. Uh, compromise again and and we'll throw this out there and we feel like this is this is kind of a soapbox for us and we feel like this is important the spouse with the lower sex drive whoever it is should not be the one that gets to dictate the frequency of sex in marriage it should be a mutual consent marriage marriage you say this all the time is all about compromise that's right and and the one with uh you know if if I had a if I, if communication wasn't a big deal to me and I just now I hate that we're not going to communicate you know it would get frustrating mm-hmm. whatever it was um, and and so marriage is about compromise and and I'll say it one more time in case you didn't catch it the spouse with the lower sex drive should not be the one that gets to dictate and and be the 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 key master if you want to call it that to. Mm-hmm. Uh, how often we get to have sex. It should be a mutual consent. Yes, and and by the same token, the spouse with the higher sex drive should not get to dictate and say it's going to be this many times exactly or, right. you know, because then, you know, there's that yeah. opens a whole new can of worms Meet there. Meet in the middle. Yes. And, and, and communication is one of those things that's got to take place. Um, and and this is this is just the key to the whole thing. It really is. Is is communication, and I know a lot of couples are uncomfortable talking sex. They really are, and shouldn't be. Um, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of couples have issues with is unmet expectations mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. And mm-hmm. what that means is, I just thought you were thinking tonight was the night. We didn't really talk about it, but, you know, you flirted with me in the mm-hmm. kitchen or, you know, and so I took it that, hey, she's in the mood or you may be a wife going, hey, my husband was handsy at supper, you know, and I, this is the night and then it doesn't happen and you're, you're, you're heartbroken, mm-hmm. you're frustrated, you're going, why did this not happen? And so you've got you to gotta make your sexual plans know, uh, known. You can't just expect him or her to know. Um, Meaning it doesn't hurt to, well, it hurts to get shot down as a spouse. It really does. 
and, and there are times when it, you know you may have said, I've got a rotten headache or I am absolutely exhausted. But you can also say, I will make it up to you, I promise. Yes. Uh, you know, hey, I'm not going to have a headache tomorrow or, uh, or whatever <laughs> it is. But, uh, you know, if, if you've got sex on your mind... Uh, with your spouse and maybe you're a little flirty and a little handsy and you're thinking, hey, she's got the idea or he's got the idea, you can't leave it at that. Mm -hmm. You got to communicate that. Yeah, we've said that before. Hints just don't always work with Mm -hmm. with either. I mean, we usually say, you know, with men, hints don't work. But with either spouse, really, just spell it out. I mean, just say what's on your mind. Uh, Don't hint. Don't beat around the bush. Don't play games. Just say what you're thinking. Yeah. And we use phrases like, uh, can we go to bed early tonight? Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, we're empty nesters. We can go to bed when we want to. <laughs> right. But we know what that means. Hey, yes. you want to go to bed early tonight? We know exactly what that means. Uh, and that is a message of, uh, hey, what do you feel about uh, connecting uh, sexually tonight? Um, or something like, hey, don't get tired on me tonight. I have plans for us. Um, you know, any of those things. That's right. Uh, we've met wives who've told their husbands, um, hey, I, you know, I don't plan on wearing anything to bed tonight, so you better, you know, have a do some push-ups and drink a little coffee, whatever it is, get a little energy going. But at least by then, um, your spouse knows what's on your mind. There's not a, there's not a. Well, I wasn't sure if they were serious about this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so communicate with that. Letting letting sexual frustrations sit and fester will only lead to man issues and kind of a sick marriage gangrene setting Mm -hmm. in you know and you don't want that you can't have those frustrations and you've got to communicate about those yes communication you can't just think my spouse should know um it may be a point i can't remember if we were going to talk about this or not but i'll throw this out there because we've dealt with this the spouse with the higher sex drive sometimes comes across and just kind of thinks well i'm I'm in the mood anytime, and I'm just waiting for, mm-hmm. just waiting for you to, to go. Show some interest. Hey, I'm interested, <laughs> mm-hmm. and 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 at the same time, once we communicate, I you know I'm frustrated because you know, and, and at the same time, you're going well. If I'd have known, you know, to me, I'm over here going well. I'm breathing, so mm-hmm. so I'm I'm in the mood. Yes. Uh, but it, it requires me to step up and say something as well. Yes. Um, you can't just automatically all the time go. I'm in the mood. I'm just waiting on my spouse. No, you have to step up and make your make your thoughts known uh, to your spouse. Good point. Yes. So the fourth thing um, that we want to bring out is to consider getting a book. And one that we really recommend is called Sheet Music by Dr. Kevin Lehman. We've mentioned this on several episodes. And this is a book about sexual intimacy it in marriage. It is, and, and there, are, there are a lot of, of other good ones out there by Christian authors, um, but this is just one that-, that uh, We've read together. We've read. And we liked it. It made us talk about stuff. Yes. Um, it, it is just a good book. And we've recommended it to other couples who have also said, you know, it was, it was pretty uh, life-changing yeah. for their marriage. It was a game-changer in their sex uh-huh. life. Yes, and so... Um, and, and when we say read this book together, what that means is um, maybe you read a chapter in the morning while you're drinking coffee, underline a few things you think are good, and then your spouse picks it up at lunch and, and they read it. Um, and then you kind of look at what each other outline, underlined, and if you have questions, you, you, you talk about them. And so, yeah, there, there's some really good stuff in there, but it would, it would definitely help and help you to communicate better with this. Yes. Uh, so, and then the next one. Hang in there. Yeah. Um, 
sex is an important part of marriage. Um, and, and we just want you to understand that um, we've said this before in our marriage. It was later in marriage that we began to realize how important it was that it connected us. It was more than just, hey, that was fun. Uh, it actually connected us and, and reconnected us as husband and wife. And uh, that is a, a very, very healthy thing. So talk about, let's talk about for a second, maybe um, let's talk to the men and let's talk to the women. Okay. And let's just say husband, the husband is the one with a higher sex drive. What are some things he can do? Uh, I would say pursue her outside of the bedroom and not just inside. Um, you know, don't wait till bedtime to start sowing the seeds of romance. You say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, you know, start earlier in the day. Take her out on a date. Um, fix supper for her. Uh, do a chore for her that she doesn't like, that to, she do. doesn't yeah. like to do. Um, give her more non-sexual touches. Yeah. Meaning just affection in general. Cut her on the couch. Yeah, rub her back. Um, just hold her hand when you're out. Just, just yeah, affection. Show yeah. little signs of affection. Yeah. Uh, send, a, send a note, send some flowers. Uh, any of those things, uh, you can't just pursue your wife mm-hmm. sexually. Right. You've got to pursue her in other areas. Uh, uh, intellectually, that means talk to her, communicate with her, uh, pursue her, and in, in, you know, emotionally hang out with her, go on dates, find out what she likes, talk to her about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just you've got to do more than just build her up. Yeah. Tell her how beautiful she is. And you may be saying, I is. have tried that. Try it again, right. okay? Don't give Try up. it again. You you spend some time pursuing her outside the bedroom, okay? And and that is important. Do little things. Fix her coffee in the morning for her. Leave her a note on the mirror. Which reminds me, did you see the note I left you on the mirror in the last hotel room that we did? Did you see that on there? Oh no? my goodness! Somebody's gonna steam up the mirror and yeah, find it. It was steamed up. <laughs> it steamed up, and I thought I'm leaving Liam. Oh, and you never funny. said anything about I didn't. it. I guess the steam was no. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I just now remembered that. That I, yeah. is funny. Uh, you know, one of the things we we always like to do is, uh, <laughs> you know, in the wintertime or in hotels where there's no good ventilation, <laughs> is it, when the mirror steams up, you can. You can uh, write a message to your spouse in that, and then the next time it steams up, it shows up. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll be curious to see what the other That's funny. Said. I must have left the bathroom door open yeah, when, when I showered and, the, and it didn't steam out because I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. So. It was PG-13. That's It funny. wasn't terrible. So. Okay, so tell the women okay. what they can do. Okay. It, it, some things you could do. Now, probably there's several things here that, that if your husband is just saying, I'm not in the mood or, or you know, we've talked about this, uh, you may have to encourage him to see a doctor. Uh, there may be a, a low testosterone problem, but, but just some things that you can do. Brag on him, uh, build him up, uh, tell him he does a great job you know, working, providing for the family. He's a good dad. Um, help reduce his stress level. Stress is a, for both men and women, stress is an intimacy killer. Uh, it's really hard to be in the mood if you're just stressed out. And so if you can do something to reduce his stress um, that is just a good thing to do, but uh, don't don't give up on him. Communicate. Don't drop hints. Women are women are very intuitive. They they man you, they pick up hints and connect dots really well. Men don't do this. So ladies, if you're listening and you've been dropping hints and you've been trying to get him to connect the dots, you can't get those dots close enough for him to connect. You're gonna have to just tell him. Um, how you're feeling and stuff. Right. So and and you've mentioned before how visual. Uh, 
how visual men are. So M most men are, yeah. Dress, dress for him. Find yeah. out what he thinks is sexy and wear yeah. it. Men, yeah, exactly. Boom. Uh, we've we've mentioned this before. Uh, this scares a lot of people, but let us explain. Schedule sex. <laughs> if you uh, have mixed mixed match sex drives, that doesn't mean you go. Hey, next Tuesday at seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. What do you have on your calendar? Right. Now, what that means is, is you simply kind of look at each other and, and go, hey, tomorrow night, I notice our evening is pretty clear. Uh, how about we try to get the kids to bed early and spend some time together? And, and so basically in your head, you have set a reminder, tomorrow night, we're going to try to be intimate with one another. Mm -hmm. And so uh, put that on your, on your schedule along those lines. Uh, uh, pick out a time, you know, hey, we're... We're both going to be home for lunch tomorrow. We have a long, long lunch break. Kids are in school. Um, I say we have lunch and then have dessert in the bedroom. You know, I do right. something. You yes. Know. It, it, you know, and you're think, some people think, well, that just kills the spontaneity. You know, sex should be spontaneous. Well, no. It, if it's never going to happen, if you're waiting for spontaneity, then scheduling it is just fine. Yeah, it's better than <laughs> it never happening. No, and it, and it, like I said, when you're, when you're both busy and you're both, you know, just find yourself being tired, then it doesn't hurt to look ahead and go, hey, what, what is going to be a good break in our schedule this week where we can schedule some time for each other? Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that at all. There is not. And you don't have to wait until you're in the mood. Now, let me, let me throw that out there because a lot of folks are going, wait, what? Are you forced? No, we're, nobody's talking about that. But you don't have to wait till you're in the mood. In fact, if, if you have a husband and a wife who are both in the mood, which scheduling sex sometimes handle, it it, helps it that. It does help for women especially. Because it's, they know it's coming up. Yes. And so that does help with that. But but you don't always have to be in the mood at the exact same time. That's kind of like having the planets align, and that doesn't <laughs> happen very often. Uh, sex can be a lot like chocolate. You know, who 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 turns down chocolate? You right. know, you may not be craving chocolate, you may not be hungry for chocolate, but if somebody says, "Hey, you know, this little bite of chocolate," you're like, "Yeah,", yeah. Uh, and and so you don't always have to be craving it or in the mood for it to enjoy it. Uh, we talked yesterday that sometimes when we go to the gym, it's like, "Oh man, I don't want to go to the gym today," or you know. My schedule's busy, but you know, every time we do, we're always glad we did. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes sex and marriage is that way. It's like, oh, today we're, we're busy, but there's never been a time where we've been intimate that we thought, boy, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, whether you want to call that, we call that oftentimes maintenance sex uh, for essentiality. It doesn't always mean you're in the mood, but it just kind of means we need to reconnect and we, we really understand that that's, you know, when we've been apart or when things aren't going well together and we've kind of buttoned heads, we just need to reconnect on that. So uh, a few benefits of more sex in your marriage and we will close this thing out. Yeah, uh, it can give you a better self-image. It can boost your self-esteem and reduce feelings of insecurity, uh, leading to more positive perceptions of yourself. There you go. Um, it is proven, at least we have found studies where it says you have a higher rate of happiness uh, that sex causes that. There was a 2015 study conducted that said more consensual sex and better quality sex increases happiness. I don't know who did that study, but <laughs> right. I just thought, man, yeah, everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. There you go. Uh, there's more bonding. 
uh, brain cells release during sex. Uh, you, you have endorphins. Brain you have cells? I think brain chemicals are released. Brain chemicals. No, no, let's, don't, <laughs> let's don't have any brain cells floating. No, no, brain no, no. Brain chemicals yes. and things like oxytocin. We've talked about all of that. Yes, endorphins, oxytocin, yeah. um, all of those things. Uh, yeah, they just help foster a sense of calmness and contentment and bonding. That's it. Uh, relief from stress. Man, what what better way to relieve some stress? And that's a proven thing. Yeah. Uh, chronic stress can contribute to lower sexual frequency. And, and so stress, sex can be an effective stress management technique. Um, it is proven that it is uh, helps immune function. Um, boy, there's just a whole blood pressure. Mm, sleep, sleep quality. Sleep quality. Improved sleep quality. Yeah. Um, so. Somebody said it may even help lower your likelihood of getting a cold or a flu. But you know, this last year, somebody actually asked, I thought this was good. You know, we've all been wearing masks and all been kind of staying away from people. And somebody asked on Facebook, I saw, and they said, who's had a cold this past year? And like a hundred people, nobody said me. Mm-hmm. No, like nobody's passing around colds or flu or anything like that. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's an extra bonus you get there on the podcast. There you <laughs> go. Uh, we want you to understand that a healthy marriage isn't built on sex. No. That, that, that sex is not everything that there is in marriage. We want you to understand that. At the same time, it is pretty hard to build a really healthy marriage if you have one spouse that's always begging for sex mm-hmm. or, or feels like they are, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. And and you may be in a marriage where um, both of you are kind of like, eh, it's not that big a deal it's to us anymore. It's not that big a deal. And it's, so it, as long as that's mutual, that's awesome but if it's not mutual then we hope you will take some of these suggestions that we've thrown out Mm -hmm. and that you will work on them to improve the intimacy in your marriage that's exactly right we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today we have had fun uh we're gonna get this thing uploaded and try to keep this under uh 30 minutes which we've done really close and we're glad y'all hang out with us today got anything else you want to add no we'll see you next week thanks see y'all